0: Welcome back to the Thermo Diet Podcast. I'm your host, Jaden Miller, and I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Christopher Walker. How you doing?
1: What's up? Glad to be back. Yeah, definitely.
0: Back on the pod. So today we're talking about how to increase fat loss, right?
1: Yeah, just, yeah, I, we were talking about it earlier, thought it would be a good idea for an episode of basically, especially with all these, you know, the great lockdown across the world and varying levels of it depending on where you are in the world or different states in the U S all treating it differently that like it's possible a lot of people that are listening to this might have gained the quarantine 15 Mm -hmm. and just, you know, need some, some, uh, just little tips to, to get back on track and feel good again. So I noticed like in the first month or two of the whole lockdown, just being at home every day, it's driving me nuts Mm -hmm. and, but I just didn't feel that good. Like, even though I was getting walks in and uh, like certain days I'll get a lot of steps and then other days I would just sit in front of my computer the entire day Mm -hmm. working, but then you just, something over time, it just didn't, I didn't feel very healthy, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Do you think that's from a lack of stimulus from social interaction?
1: Definitely plays a role for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But now that we're back in the office, so it's good. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah, after a certain period of time, I was like, screw it. I'm, and I just drive in every day to the office and just work from the office just to be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, I started doing that too. <laughs> yeah. and then Yeah, we were both in here every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, and then the gyms are open back up around here, which has been, like, amazing. Um, y- you really um, appreciate the gym a lot more when, when you can't have it for three months. Definitely. Yeah. And, yeah, the gym that we go to, the the guy is probably not going to close it even if they they do another lockdown so Mm -hmm. it's pretty good the real deal russell real deal russ Mm -hmm. um yeah so let's think about so what were what were a couple things like after lockdown opened that you did right away that that was different that made you feel better
0: after lockdown was over Mm -hmm. i would say that the the first thing that i probably did was i started hiking again Mm -hmm. so or going on much larger hikes and obviously that helps I mean after our trip our heavy trip to California um, I woke up Saturday morning at like 200 pounds the next day I woke up after an eight mile hike at 195 pounds so I mean it can be pretty significant depending on what you're doing and you know the amount of heat and sweat and Mm -hmm. activity and stuff like that too so um, let's see other than that, honestly not too much. I mean my training regimen stayed similar um as it was before quarantine went in. Um my eating routine was pretty similar. Um let's see. I started going on dates again. That that tends to help a little bit too. Yeah. 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 hmm
1: Get those T levels back. hmm Yeah. Um yeah. I, I think important important thing to note for people is like the um you know, if your body like if you had a routine before And then say you you put on the quarantine 15, right? It's still such a short period of time that your body still has like a set point in mind kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Like, And it's innate intelligence. So um, whether it's the fat loss thing or just getting back in the gym and getting strong again, um, there's still, you know, it didn't. It happened quickly. So then you can get it back quickly and you can get back to that, that, um, regain that same status really. Mm -hmm. And that that's, it made me think of it when you said about the, after the quarterly trip for the team, we went to Palm desert, had a great time. Um, but then it's like only a couple days of just kind of vegging out Mm -hmm. where then you can get it all back easy. And like you said, lost five pounds in one day. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, that's yeah, same thing with me, like, I think I gained four pounds and then lost it all within a day mm-hmm. so <laughs> it's pretty simple um but it, that highlights the importance of like establishing set points and having having longer periods where you where you are like staying at the same level of like your weight where your body just starts to like adapt to it and then doing like recomposition at that that side or that at that level um, because then your body just start, it establishes that set point and then it wants to get back there because it's like really normal for the body. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, but if you don't have that, like a lot of people kind of go up and down all the time, then it can be a little more difficult. So it, it's a kind of a lesson in just balance and like finding a set point, establishing it and staying there and doing just re recomposition. So there's a lot of people just do that chronic low calorie dieting mm-hmm. or chronic over consumption of food. Mm-hmm. So, you know, their their bodies are a little out of whack compared to that. But if you just took six months and stayed at the same spot and just, you know, lifted and try to re, do a recomposition of like more muscle mass, less fat, get leaner, mm-hmm. then your body starts to really like it rebounds really quickly back to that point. Mm-hmm.
0: One of the biggest things that I learned during quarantine was a lot of the research that's coming out right now and everybody was talking about it because all the gyms were closed is that as long as you can maintain muscle size through you know, whether it's high volume training or some form of strength training, whenever you don't have access to a gym, then your ability to regain the strength is a lot easier because the muscle just basically has to relearn the movement patterns and things like that, rather than actually having to regain the size, um, plus the strength along with that. So I think that no matter what you do, just don't give up on it. Just continue to go, Mm -hmm. continue to be disciplined with it. Um, continue to refine the process and continue to love that process too
1: yeah i found like it took me about a month of getting back in the gym before i'm like getting back to feeling really good Mm -hmm. in the gym um which in the big scheme is not very long right Mm -hmm. so but there were definitely days where i'm like oh man i'm so weak and like i'd be mid mid set of something where it used to be like super easy i'm like damn it (laughs) Mm -hmm. but then i I just remind myself of that same concept of like all right, just keep showing up, keep showing up. And then eventually, like after a couple more weeks, it just, you're kind of back to normal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So whenever you are deciding that you are going to uh, take a fat loss journey, what are some of the first things that
1: you start doing? The Well, I think a big one, if somebody is more new to it and doesn't have a gauge on calorie intake, is to track stuff. Mm-hmm like tr- track your energy consumption cuz a lot of people over est- over or underestimate it um and just find like a sweet spot really to do the get to that like thermo effortless zone mm-hmm. where it, which might take you know 2 to 4 weeks but then once you really dial it in you're waking up every day and you're feeling better you're looking leaner um just stay there like keep doing what you're doing cuz you have momentum and then uh it'll it just starts happening like way more easily i think people try to like switch stuff up too often Mm -hmm. and they get frustrated like oh i'm not seeing any results but it's only been a week so like chill out Mm -hmm. uh do it for a month and but dial in like you know actually track and calculate like what you need to hit and then work on that um and then once the momentum's there it starts to get like stupid easy um fat loss isn't really that hard Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of getting momentum finding something that is going to work and then you also get the added benefit of like the intuition on it because you don't have to constantly track forever it's just a period where you, where you need a baseline really and then once you have that you already know like oh if i even if you want to experiment with something else later like you can always fall back on that cuz you know it works um yeah. like that level of calorie consumption or or um like these types of foods or this meal pattern that that leaves you feeling satisfied throughout the day and you don't like especially with if you're all thermo all the cravings go away and it makes it really easy. It's Mm -hmm. like hunger's gone and cravings. And then you just know like, Oh, it's time for my thermal bowl or my smoothie or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just gets really simple and easy. Um, and then just a routine for weight training, I think is super important too. Mm -hmm. It's, it's insane. The difference that it, like how good you feel. And then, like I've noticed just a recomposition in the last month of getting back in the gym, even though I lost 10 pounds during the quarantine, but then going back to the gym, and now, you know, after working out for a month, and now like the muscle mass is back, the definition is back, it's just improving um, every week, it's getting a little better. So that's really important, I think, for fat loss and mm-hmm. getting in the gym. You need more muscle tissue.
0: Yeah, I like that. I think that the biggest challenge for me whenever I'm starting it is the psychological component. So I have to examine. Why do I want to lose fat in the first place? Am I doing this for external validation or am I doing this for myself um and so I have to kind of examine if I am doing this for myself what are the reasons that I'm gonna be doing that for um typically it's just because it's a challenge that I like to put myself through so I like to see you know can I maintain this discipline for a long amount of time whether it's four weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, however long it takes. Um, you know, do I have the ability to, uh, formulate the habits properly that I need in order to make this happen? And then can I redirect after the fact to sustain this and make it sustainable? So how can I make these habits? Um, you know, long-term habits, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, but yeah that's that's my biggest thing is I have to examine why I'm doing it and then you know take it slow. I think that's a lot of what a lot of people get caught up with is they want results immediately, but I think whatever you get fast, you lose fast too so mm-hmm. if you yeah. lose ten pounds in a week, you're gonna gain ten pounds in three days probably and so I think you real- you have to realize that. What is it? I think Zach says the long road's the short trip or something like that. Yeah,
1: the slow road's the fast road. Mm -hmm. I think it's like a Navy SEAL thing too. like slow is fast. No, smooth. Ah, fuck. I'm butchering (laughs) it. Something like that. (laughs) It's like smooth is fast, slow is smooth or something like that. I don't know. Similar concept. Yeah. Heck yeah.
0: So what are some of the things that you pay attention to, um, dietarily wise and physically whenever you're in a fat loss journey?
1: I think a big one is like, first off, you have to be in some sort of calorie deficit. So a big thing is to not go too big on the Mm. deficit Mm -hmm. because that'll, that'll, um, trigger cravings. Mm -hmm. It's just a natural compensatory mechanism for your body of feeling like it's deprived. And then the craving will come for something that, where you're like, oh, I'm going to, and then you end up overeating. And so it's this binge purge cycle mm-hmm. spectrum that I think, you know, it's, it's easy to avoid if you just take it slower and then do a smaller deficit. So, you know, hitting that smaller deficit, but then focusing on nutrient density is like a big, easy win. Mm-hmm. Cause then the cravings aren't there. You feel full. You don't feel like you're uh, restricting you just feel good. Um, and then, you know, I've noticed like last year when I was training a ton and really working on like getting, you know, weighted chins up and dips and incline bench and all that and like really, really working on it. Um, I was still in a a decent deficit while my strength was going up because I was just like highly focused on nutrient density Mm -hmm. and I never felt hungry or anything, but I had this like awesome recomposition, in a certain weight range that, where my strength just kept improving every week.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's also really motivating and it, it because you're focused on like, oh, my strength's going up and you always have these strength goals, but then the the diet just kind of falls in the background. It's like, oh, this is my routine. This is what I'm doing. But it was cause it was so nutrient dense that it worked so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of people are like, oh, I gotta eat some, you know, it's a diet and then I, I can't eat ho-hos and Twinkies. and. And then they get so fixated on like the stuff that they can't eat. You shouldn't be eating that anyways. <laughs> yeah, <though. laughs> yeah. Or McDonald's or I don't know, but the, yeah, don't fixate on stuff you can't eat. Just fixate on like the, the quality of the food. And then you start to realize and, and your body learns as it weans off of any sort of junky food, mm-hmm. like how delicious good food is. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a treat just to like have a great you know meal. Um, and then just also experimenting with cooking, I think super important. Cause cooking is like the more you get into it, the more fun it is. And the more you want to try different flavor profiles and stuff and learning new flavor profiles has been good. Uh, like my girlfriend does a lot of Lebanese food, mm-hmm. like, or that, at least the dishes are like inspired by it. So I've been opened up to that of like all these new flavors. Mm-hmm. She they- uses cinnamon in beef. Yes. And it's that so is good. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's like candy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she also does this awesome, uh, like, well, she uses lemon juice on everything, which okay. also tastes really good, brings out a lot of flavor, lemon juice and salt. And then, uh, she makes this like awesome olive oil sauce stuff that you can kind of put on anything, which I think is a good, you know, it'd be good for just to have in a bowl in the fridge, just like put it on your eggs or put it on your thermal bowl or whatever, but it's basically just lemon juice, olive oil, salt, and then finely chopped up tomatoes and onions. Hmm. It's also, you could just eat the, eat it out. It's like tastes so good. So experimenting with other flavors is good too. I mean, even if it's just a matter of like, say somebody's getting dialed in and they're just like, okay, I'm doing my ground beef bone broth, um, you know, potatoes, thermal bowl, like a basic thermal bowl, but then they just want a different spin on it in terms of the flavor. And then you can make, you know, those types of sauce type dressings or whatever Mm -hmm. that are good and have a ton of flavor. Or try just using lemon juice or something new. Lemon juice and some hot sauce or cayenne. Mm-hmm. Um, cayenne and lemon juice tastes great. Mm-hmm. So it's just experimenting with that stuff, and then you start. It's, it starts to become more exciting. I think people view fat loss as like this slow dredge of like this sucks. Mm-hmm. Can't wait till this is over. And then guess what happens when you think like that? When it's over, and you gain all the weight back. So mm-hmm. it's it's better just make it a lifestyle and just the way you eat in general, and then just start exploring cooking. Cause cooking, you can kind of control the whole experience mm-hmm. and it, it gets pretty fun. And I've, I've learned more patience through cooking. I used to just be like, I'm not going to cook. I I need something now, you know, mm-hmm. but then, uh, the more I cook and the deeper I get it, you know, finding like simple stuff like thermal bowls only take like five or 10 minutes to make. Right. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, getting into other stuff where it's like you're roasting something. So it takes longer mm-hmm. or, um, you know, preparing something that does take an hour, mm-hmm. but then you start to get, you know, developed a patience, which I think is a good thing in general for the whole thing, the whole journey. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you start to enjoy it because it tastes so much better when you actually prepare something, you know, intelligently instead of just whipping it all up. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and the amount of joy that comes whenever you be, a, whenever you're able to cook that for another individual, mm-hmm. it's like, it just, it feels good. I'm yeah. just going to throw those steaks out there from the trip.
1: Oh yeah, Jayden Jaden put put down some you know good grilling mm-hmm. out on the trip. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I had a hunch because Mike was like, who, you know, who can grill? Like Mike was gonna grill, and I was like, I think Jayden can probably grill because he's from Texas, <laughs> so he's probably got some sort of like state pride about grilling. And then we asked you, and you are like, Hell yeah, let's yeah. go! You dang right. So how many sticks did you grill? It was like twenty or something. Ah. <sighs>
0: There there were there was a lot. And they were there big were old hot. thick ribeyes too. Yeah, they
1: were big. hmm Um that, that was a great meal. Yeah, it
0: was. But big, big old baked potatoes. Mm-hmm. hmm
1: Two hour baked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They were really good. Yep. Yeah. But now I got compliments on the steaks, I was like,
1: oh yeah. That feels good. They're good. hmm Yeah.
0: Whenever you have found your groove you know, is there a specific meal pattern that you find that's most effective?
1: I've found a couple different things. Like sometimes, well, first off, I think it's really important to listen to hunger because sometimes you won't be hungry and then you can kind of just have something smaller and then other times like you're really hungry. And then the, the pattern also that I've seen is interesting with like, if essentially just being flexible with, it's really good and like having some go-to stuff but then if if you're not hungry at night, say and then you don't want to have like a big old fifteen hundred calorie thermo bowl and you're just like, "I'm not that hungry, so maybe you just make a good omelette or something mm-hmm. and one thing I've been doing recently with omelettes that's delicious is um you know the eggs uh in olive or avocado oil and then oysters in the eggs mm. as it's cooking- mm-hmm. and then some lemon juice in there and a little salt. Or, or like a little part, partial scoop of the bone broth, zoo broth, and then uh, it's got tons of flavor because the the avocado oil really like helps bring the flavor into the oysters, so they're not just like boring oysters. Mm -hmm. Uh, But those are really satisfying, and it's you know lower calorie, easy to cook, tons of nutrients. Um, So that you know, just basically rolling with the punches and like listening to your body. And then it you know, sometimes if I eat really light at night though, I wake up in the morning I'm like, damn, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. So then I'll just eat a big breakfast. Mm-hmm. So that makes it easy. And then you're not hungry for the rest of the day. Yeah. So it's just I don't know. I think you just gotta have like go to stuff that you know works and then be flexible within that mm-hmm. in terms of timing.
0: Yeah. I think whenever I find the most success, it's whenever I focus on regulating blood sugar. So I'll wake up in the morning, I'll have a small meal. And then i'll usually have like orange juice and collagen and then maybe a little bit of milk throughout the day keep me super light feeling good go to the gym feel great i'm not weighed down and then i have a giant thermal bowl at the end of the day um and i basically go into a coma after that because i can't hardly move mm-hmm. so and then i take some insulin on top of that post-workout um, and it acts as a glucose disposal agent so the next day in the gym, I just get massive pumps and it feels mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. i also notice that I'll gain a couple pounds the next day because the amount of glycogen retention that I'm getting in the muscle,
1: mm-hmm. it, it's amazing. I love it. Yeah, Sensolin is where it's at. Mm-hmm. And Sensolin is great for if you're trying to, especially in that first month of, of uh, trying to get to that effortless zone because mm-hmm. it just stomps the hunger, like the appetite. You you start you get halfway through a big thermal bowl or something and you're like, I'm too full. Mm-hmm. You know. And that it's a good tool. It's a good it's good to use that. Uh, cause it's very you know, good ingredients. Um so it it's part of like don't put yourself in positions where you're like rapidly hungry and um you know, then end up overeating if you're trying to fat loss is a goal. So mm-hmm. yeah. But it really just does come down to like regular activity. 10,000 steps a day walking helps a lot, actually, like surprising amount. Mm -hmm. And then sunlight's going to help too. The sunlight, getting a lot of sleep. I think the leanest I ever was, I was sleeping like a lot. Uh, I would go to bed by eight every night and (laughs) I would sleep like, I don't know, 12 hours a night Mm -hmm. regularly. It was awesome. Um, Then on the weekend, like try to get like a 16 hour (laughs) but you feel great when you wake up and then it help it does help you get leaner um, cuz your body's just so rested mm-hmm. it feels good mm-hmm. and then uh nutrient density big thing and then uh you know some sort of small deficit that's sustainable mm-hmm. and finding you know regularly what works kind of over that first month figure it out dial it in and just do it and enjoy it and stop focusing so much on it mm-hmm. that's another problem psychologically as people get so fixated on like I can't do anything else. So I'm working too hard or I'm so busy with this and that and blah, blah, blah. That then they, uh, think that they have to just like focus on the diet in order to make it, make it work. Mm-hmm. And then they, that it's, that's like a, just a false excuse in their head. Like, I can't you know do this because I'm so busy with all that. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you got to eat, just eat a certain way and like figure it out and then just stop focusing on it and just do it every day. I
0: think a lot of people don't have enough going on and so they fixate on food and stuff because that's the only thing that their mind has the ability to focus on. Mm-hmm. So keep yourself busy, read, learn, do new things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what you do find. Like, I'm just thinking out loud about like friends, you know, business owners, people I see that, that are like um, entrepreneurs or somebody who's like, got a lot going on all the time. Mm-hmm. They go at like one or two, one of two directions. Like, they either like let their health go completely, and I think that's because of the excuse of like I'm too busy to focus on it. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones are like in their 40s, 50s, or something. And they're just like shredded, in awesome shape, and mm-hmm. they're they're dialed in on all their nutrition. Yeah, um, tons of energy, everything. But they're living the same lifestyle really in terms of the work. Mm-hmm. But then they just have it's like a decision that they made.
0: Yeah. One of the things that stuck with me from this California trip is whenever me and Rob went to go work out afterwards, he was all like, this is the one thing that I need to hold myself accountable for because our job is stressful enough and I can't be stressing about this. So I know Mm -hmm. if I take care of this, then I have that much less stress to worry about whenever it comes to my work. And I got to thinking about that a lot and how, you know, I think throughout my life, the times that I've been the most productive is whenever I've had a very consistent routine, and I've focused on myself and my work, and that's it. Mm -hmm. So
1: Yeah, try to make it an operating system. mm -hmm. I hit the gym every other day or whatever. I eat these types of foods. Mm -hmm. This is what I do. Um, I take my supplements at this time every Mm -hmm. day. Yeah. And then it's just an operating system. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to put effort into making those decisions and you can make the decisions elsewhere where they're, you know, more important in your career and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People like get too obsessed with just meticulous dieting stuff Mm -hmm. or they get caught up in like all the paralysis by analysis type thing. Like, yes, Mm overstudying and just like, Oh, that study said that. And that one said that. It's like, okay, well, whatever. Just, Mm -hmm find you know for example like thermo we put so much work into there and thermo's a progression it'll evolve over time but like at the current state even it's just it works it works for a lot of people mm-hmm. just do it and it's it's very simple to follow and enjoyable mm-hmm. um you know people in the thermo group posting like th- this is the good life you know like can't believe this is doesn't feel like a diet it's just awesome like mm-hmm. So just, just go with it, dial in, you know, the calorie number that you need to hit on a daily basis and then just enjoy it and mm-hmm. stop focusing so much on like trying to pick the perfect thing. And that's usually the people that are just yo-yoing back and forth or jumping between fad diets for their whole life. Like mm-hmm. happens a lot.
0: And there is no secret. I think that's what a lot of people are searching for is the secret to fat loss. There's not one. Mm-hmm. It's super simple. Getting a calorie deficit find a routine that you can stick with and build the habits that you need in order to allow for success to happen. And it'll come.
1: Yeah. And just give your body the nutrients it needs, whether it's through your diet or, and or supplementation. And it starts to, you know, when the hormones are balanced, it really starts to be simple. Like you sleep well, sex life's good. The fat loss becomes a lot easier um, when you're focused on it. And then, you just feel good. <laughs> so yeah, it's not, there's no secret.
0: The way that I kind of put it in the perfect thermo course is you enter into the state of abundance. Your body no longer wants to have that excess stored energy on it because it has an abundance of energy that it's already producing. And so because of that, it's naturally going to strip off those excess energy stores because it already has an abundance that mm-hmm. it is creating. So, um, yeah, I completely agree.
1: Cool. Well, hopefully this was a helpful discussion. We're going to wrap up the podcast right now. Hopefully you guys can uh, use some of these tips to shut off some quarantine 15 Mm -hmm. and uh, enjoy it in the process. Heck yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Have a good one.